Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. And a big event happening this Saturday, happening every year. It's the Wharton Away Regatta, and I've got uh, Clive Capel from the Regatta with me right now. Hello, Clive. Hello, Graham. Good afternoon. Good to have you along again this year. It's been going a long time, this regatta, hasn't it? Yes, I'm tr- I wasn't there on the very first one in 1862, <laughs> thank you very much. And it, well, it was, and it still is a very big event for the town, isn't it? It is, yes. I mean, it's one of the, 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 the big events that uses the natural resource we've got through the town, Walton-on-Thames, which is the Thames River, and it's a fabulous way of using it too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, a big event, the Walton Away Ridge Regatta, uh, and I think it's a bit, un- I'm right in saying it's a bit unusual, it's not organised by any one single rowing club. That's correct. It's, it's always been run for the benefit of the town of Walton and, and now Weybridge as well, although it's the, the people that run it mainly come from Walton Rowing Club, Weybridge Rowing Club, uh, Weybridge Ladies Rowing Club. So the rowing clubs put it on, but it is not owned by any one club. Most regattas um, are sort of, if you like, owned by a club. So, for example, Staines Regatta is run by Staines Rowing Club um, for their benefit. Walton and Weybridge Regatta is run for the benefit of anyone who wants to turn up. Right, OK, yeah. So um, I, I guess it's uh, just, just snowballs year by year. Everybody takes part and wants to come back another year. Yes, we have a huge number of, of repeat um, repeat people. A lot of it depends on what other what people are doing. But um, you know, we've got people coming from as far afield as Eastbourne and Southampton and Ardingley, which is in sort of deepest West Sussex, I think. Um, Christchurch always come along. I mean, they they come a fair way. Uh, Abingdon Rowing Club, Winchester College. So you know, mm. they come from quite a way. And then of course there are the local clubs, Walton and Weybridge. Um, Reading and and um, Walbrook to Teddington, so there a lot, lot of colleges and schools taking part, aren't there? Well, a few, yes. It tends yeah. to be mainly a club event. It's quite nice that it's a club event because there are a lot of events that are dominated by schools rowing. Uh, and whilst we welcome the schools, um, it's quite nice to have an event where, as a club, and I'm the junior coordinator for Weybridge Rowing Club, so where my juniors can row and compete against other clubs. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody's, I guess, in training, ready for this big event. They're in training for, for Walton and Weybridge Regatta and also the youngsters, some of them, um, a lot of the schools certainly, for the for the National Schools Regatta at Dorney Lake in a couple of weeks' time. Right, yeah, indeed. Well, all this must take a lot of organising. Of course, you're having to, in effect, close off a bit of the Thames to do this, aren't you? You sort of take one side, don't you? Yes, we do have what's called a river closure order. And uh, we, we leave a navigation channel, so we, we give about a third of the river over to uh, general navigation and then the regatta uses the other two-thirds, uh, and we buoy off the uh, navigation channel so that um, river traffic can see where they're supposed to be. But it is quite hairy at times, and you get people um, mm. going quite fast in the navigation channel or even in, in the course because they just have no idea what they're supposed to be doing and you get the, the safety launch is going stop stop you can't go in there there's a race can't you see these boats ahead of you coming at you fast <laughs> dear <laughs> that could be hairy yeah yes it can be a bit and people out for the weekend weekend drivers i guess yes, it's the day boats that mm. are the real problem yes mm. they you know they mm. get into a boat no mm. idea what they're doing bless them and, and the, the bit of the thames that you're using just 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 explain that we the race runs from from Walton Marine, which is what we call the Blue Bridge, where, the, where if anyone who walks along the towpath of Walton knows there's a Blue Bridge, it goes over Walton Marine's entrance. So, so it's just the east of Walton r- 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 Bridge over the river. Yeah, it, yeah, that's correct. It's slightly downstream from Walter Bridge. 
And that runs, the race runs through to Miskin's Wharf, which is just upstream of Walton St George's Rowing Club. So um, just past the end of Phoenix Road, really. Um, so it goes past the Anglers um, Pub uh, and Walton Wharf. So there's a nice long stretch, but it's a thousand um, yards, or kilo- a thousand metres, sorry. It's a one kilometre course between the Blue Bridge and uh, Miskin's Wharf. And it's nearly straight, that bit of the Thames, isn't it? Not quite. Well, yeah, we, we, we don't, don't want to make it too, too easy, Graham. If, you know, if it was straight, like the rowing yeah. lakes, there'd yeah. be no fun in it. No. There are a couple of kinks, just enough to um, keep young rowers on their toes because um, you have to keep an eye on these things. The, the, the slight kink does tend to catch them out. Mm. And, and of course, there are all sorts of sizes of, uh, well, there's, there's the singles, isn't there, and doubles and yes, so on. different sizes. But, I mean, they're all, they all have their different excitements because mm. the, the eights and the octos, particularly um, if you get the young lads rowing them, they really, really, really try and give it the nuts off mm. and get them going as fast as they can. And when, when you get a, a, an eight being rowed really really well particularly with adult men in it that boat really really shifts yeah they really really shift that boat and then you, you at the other end of the spectrum you get the singles um which again can move very fast in the hands of a good oars person a single racing skull can move very fast indeed mm, and you got and because you're cox coxless as well as coxed some boats are coxless some boats are coxed um the cox is a very important part of the um uh, of the boat uh, you know i would like anyone to think that the cox is just sitting in the boat just shouting at them they really do have a very important thing to uh, to push on with the with the with the boats give them encouragement give them direction not only steer it i mean they are steering it but there's a lot more to it than just steering the boat yeah as, um, as we can recall from this year's boat race Indeed. I mean, the, the, well, actually, last year was, was particularly interesting mm. when the Oxford Cox took a completely different line twice. The first time she got really castigated by the, by the commentary crew. And then the second time when they were going, I don't believe it. They've done it again. And somebody, and I, I'm sure it was Claire Bowling or somebody, said, hang on a minute. Hang on. She's going for slack water. Because if you remember the water, it was so bouncy. That's what it was, there. wasn't it? Yes. And, and Cambridge actually shipped mm. so much water they were virtually sinking but to their mm. credit didn't give up mm. and Oxford the Oxford Cox took it upon herself to take take herself out of the racing line do everything she shouldn't have done found slack water she didn't load the boat with water and consequently won the race clever yeah intelligent absolutely. that's what a Cox how does do. the weather affect tomorrow do you think well the racing will go ahead um, those of us who were on the bank doing stuff will, I suspect, have our waterproofs on because I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Although normally we have a very nice sunny day, um, the weather has decided this year that it's going to be awkward. So we're making contingencies for lots of coverage, um, shelter. Um, we think it's going to be sort of a bit um, sunny showers with uh, sunny and with showers tomorrow. So we're making contingencies for both. Um, Some big marquees. <laughs> two big marquees we have yeah excellent yeah, yeah. yeah. and always i know there's always very good catering there isn't there as catering well? the catering takes up one of the marquees so we're bringing mm. in another big one to provide shelter for people whilst yeah. they're having their teas and coffees and burgers and all the homemade homemade uh, handmade cakes that we get and the great thing you know, there's a huge vantage point all along the towpath to be able to see the racing as well isn't there so it's actually very good some of the regattas that i co- go to as a coach you, you you lose sight of the crews because there's just so much vegetation on the riverbank um the riverbank along that stretch the walton mile it's called is very clear and so pretty much everywhere from just a few meters downstream of the start all the way to the finish you can see what's going on 
Right, well, we look forward as well to be down there covering the event tomorrow. Indeed, yeah. uh, so it's uh, how many races in all? We've got 214 individual uh, races. Um, so, you know, for example, of one of the races that you're sponsoring, mm. the Junior 15 uh, Cox Fours, we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six people um, competing for that in one, two, three, four, five races. Um, so, you know, just one event may have several races within the tree yep. to get Lots finally a winner yeah and you're having a sort of morning and afternoon session again this year we are yeah we split the some years ago we split the regatta into a morning session and an afternoon session because there are so many young people these days rowing that they need time to go off and do um, other things like unfortunately studying for a lot of them yeah exactly so time, yes. they will sometimes say i can do morning or afternoon but not both so we split it about five years ago and it's worked out really well Yep, so uh, morning racing and then all the presentations and then well, the afternoons. Yes, but some of, some of the youngsters or, or, or rowers, they will go straight into the afternoon ah, racing. Right. So I do my – one of the things I do is, is the um, presentations along with Robert Moore, who's the president of the regatta. And so we do a session after – well, sort of during what we nominally call the lunch break, but there's never really time for lunch. You eat on the go if you get the chance. And then most of the uh, presentation is done after the event so um, that's always good fun and robert does a beautiful job on that so how many clubs taking part we have 27 clubs 27 this year um and as i said earlier they come from very near indeed and quite a far distance so that's right. always good right really good good good, good stuff well, we're looking for another great day's racing and so 8 30 till 6 nearly non-stop is it every two or three minutes there seems to be a race it's every two to three minutes we allow a little bit more time with some of the junior crews with big boats because f- frankly for little 13 14 year olds maneuvering a huge octo into position backwards onto the stake boats um, is quite a big task. And one of the things I always tell the stake boat crews is to remember to let go of the boat when the, when the, when the umpire shouts go. <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is a tale of somebody who didn't realise they had to and got pulled in after the, after the boat. I don't know whether it's true, but it's one of those all stories right. that goes around. Anyway, if someone wants to come down and, uh, and see all the excitement and the entertainment, uh, where's the best place to park? Dudley Road Recreation Ground. If you go along, uh, go up to Terrace Road and look for Dudley Road, which is on the corner by, there's a, I think there's a, um, an auto spares shop there. If you That's go right, in yeah. there and then turn right, you go into the Dudley Road Recreation Ground. Uh, my colleagues are there um, offering programmes um, for sale at £2. And, right, uh, yeah. enables you to park. And you get a very good vantage point from that particular Yeah, because um, it's just raised well. up a bit, isn't it, as well? It's yes. raised, yeah, yes. it's raised off the ground, yeah. So mm. you, you get to see get to see it all yeah all right well we look forward to an exciting regatta tomorrow a lot of people taking part a lot of racing going on and uh, a lot of hard work a lot of hard work 80 it takes over 80 volunteers to get that really 80 people giving their time to to make sure that the regatta runs and a lot of lot of very um efficient organization going on throughout the day as well it's a very nicely run regatta the secretary Mm. is extremely good Mm. and uh, we normally run an extremely good regatta all right well we look forward to that and fingers crossed that uh, there aren't too many showers tomorrow absolutely graham thank you very much for coming in clive my pleasure thank you for having That's clive me. capel there from the wharton and weybridge regatta brooklyn's radio loving events in surrey if you've enjoyed this podcast why not keep up to date with the sound of surrey by listening live at brooklynsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app